Good morning and welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Ash. And um, you guys see me, so I'm not even going to pretend like I didn't just get a bunch of uh, sage ash in my face from this uh, beautiful bowl. And if you're hearing me, now you know. It's a part of oversharing. So, good morning and welcome to the episode in which... I'm not really sure what we're getting into in particular, but we're going to just allow the presence and the moment to kind of take the wheel and um, and surrender to that, saying that to myself. You know, you I can't tell you what to do. If you want to surrender to the present moment, you can too. But um, I just wanted to start off this episode with playing the solar plexus and the third eye bowls just to ground into this space right now and connect with ourselves. And if that feels good for you, you know, you're more than welcome to join. And I invite you to find a comfortable seat or a comfortable space for you to close your eyes and just kind of get in tune with your body with your emotions, with your mind, with your spirit. And taking a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Releasing any tension in your body. Putting your eyes closed if you haven't already. Feeling the weight of your body Taking another deep breath in and out through the mouth. And starting to scan your body from the top of your head, releasing any tension, not judging anything, just feeling what the presence of each part of our body feels like. Starting from our head, our ears, our jaw, our throat our shoulders, our chest and diaphragm, our arms, our bellies, solar plexus, our forearms, our wrists, our hands, our fingers, our reproductive organs, our hips, our seat, thighs, our knees, our calves, all the way down to our ankles, our feet and our toes, and if it feels good for you, just rooting down and imagining roots coming from the bottom of your feet into the earth and grounding down into the space this moment. And I'm gonna take a moment to set an intention and if you resonate with that intention, you know, that could be your intention. And um, if you want to set your intention, this is the time and space to do so prior to me playing these bowls. We're going to be playing the solar plexus bowl for healing and encouragement. To have the confidence to trust ourselves, to trust our judgment, to trust our gut. 
to remove anything that stops us from doing so and tuning into our third eye to trust our intuition to move with our intuition to use discernment and to remove anything that hinders us from that Thank you all for taking that moment with me. Just kind of connect with those centers. I'm wishing that all of us listening to this right now and whoever will listen to this at any point may you have the courage to believe in yourself and trust your intuition and put action into that or non-action into that whatever it requires creating that space to really trust yourself and creator and whatever your belief system is in a good way and yeah thank you for taking that moment with me this morning so moving around your fingers and opening up your eyes whenever it feels right for you and coming back into this space welcome back welcome back i almost forgot i was on the podcast for a second I like kind of transported into like one of the moon meetings or, you know, some a meditation class real quick. <laughs> but um, I'm really happy that I took the time to do that because I know I personally needed it. And um, I can't pour from an empty cup. So that was something that felt really good and replenishing for me. And I hope that it did for you as well. It was funny because like, Last night, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do this podcast on, but I knew I wanted to do it, you know. I knew I wanted to start off June with a podcast, especially it being June 1st, and um, just acknowledging my commitment and my word that I said of continuing to do each Wednesday. And um, I had to get really real with myself, like, well... 
do I really want to do this? And it's like, yeah. Well, do I really need to do this? Yes and no. Well, what are the pros and cons of me doing this or not doing it? And I weighed them out and I was like, you know, because sometimes we have to honor how we're feeling. And if we're not up for something, you know, if we're not energe energetically, emotionally, mentally feel right, physically feel right to do something, you know, like calling out of work, right? We got to check in with ourselves. Like, well, can I, like, provide the same energy or close to it going into this space and just getting real? And I was like, well, if I didn't come today it would actually do me more negative than good, right? Because I wouldn't have been honoring my word, but I also feel that coming into this space and having this set routine of having a dialogue and conversation, not only with myself, but with others, with other guests that I have on, and then with whoever comes on to listen, comments, and you know whoever is interacting. And I truly believe that time is something that we can't like quantify and... Um, so even for the people who are listening to this way after the time that it gets recorded has an effect on the, the moment, the time, the space when when I or whoever else comes up and, and shares words and ideas and puts energy towards things. So, yeah, it felt kind of important that I honored that. And um, here we are. Here we are. So happy June, everyone. Happy Pride Month, and I'm sure it's, like, another thing in the month because there's, like, something for every month now. So, you know, excuse me if I don't remember all of the things. But, yeah. And I, the weather is wild. You know, if it, I'm out, I don't know where everyone's located, but <laughs> yesterday was, like, 90 degrees. Today I woke up, it was, like, 60. I was like, okay, this is kind of cold. Now I'm wearing a turtleneck, you know. Yesterday I was wearing shorts, but okay. And uh, we adapt, right? We keep it pushing and we move and we groove. And it's just like, I feel like every year the weather gets more and more uh, climactic and turbulent and extreme and intense. And I'm not one to really like have those like conversations like, hey, let's talk about the weather. But the weather is actually not really like conversation if you're really getting into the depth of it. And the weather is kind of a reflection, I mean, given not the artificial and man-made kind of constructs of uh, what, not constructs, but um, artificial help that happens at times, you know. But um, if we're talking just straight up natural weather, I feel like every year it gets more and more intense, just like every year it seems like society and the world gets more and more intense and i truly believe that earth and mother nature is a reflection of uh what we feel on the inside and how we treat ourselves and how we treat others it's that external world to our internal world you know how can it not be it's where we're born it's what everything we do is reflective of that you know with water the oceans being the blood of the earth the trees being the the lungs of the earth you know there's so many different associations you can make with the earth and with our body and elementally the earth being our body right if you're into tarot if you're into astrology like the earth is always very like visceral in, in our body so it's interesting it's interesting to 
see how sometimes, you know, the weather happens and either it affects our mood or it matches our mood or it makes us feel something that we needed to like lean into, you know. So it's just an observation I made and something that I felt was important. You know, something else that had came up yesterday and uh, I was talking with a few friends of mine, close friends, like sisters of mine and one of my one of one of my friends she said you know sometimes i have a hard time committing to things because my or my commitment issues kind of derive from knowing that when i do decide to commit to something i kind of like take it to the grave and i go full force with it and you know i've been sitting with this recently because you know, I personally have ADHD, but I believe that ADHD is just the middle ground of what I actually have in my in the rooted trauma that I have or like the generational trauma that I have. So it's just kind of like the, the thing that I'm, I'm treating as a result of whatever else. But no, here nor there about that right now. But I say that to say I've been reflecting because, like, if, you, if you're if you familiar with anything that has to do with, like, ADHD, it's very, like, okay, I'm going to start this project, then I'm going to leave that. I'm going to do 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 this. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that here. And I've always looked at it, like, separate from other things. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I have commitment issues with items and with things of that sort, but it's not always just that. It's also, like, projects. It's also, it could be people. It could be friendships. It could be situations. It could be a lot of different things. And I think that that has come from and developed more so than I had noticed because every time I commit to something, like, I do it full-heartedly, and I really take it seriously. Just like my friend was expressing, it's like I could really resonate with that because it's so, it's it's like it's scary. You know, even if it doesn't feel like we're afraid in the moment, it's like it's scary to think, like, all right, well, I know I'm going to commit full heartedly to this, and if everybody else isn't, or wh- whoever else is involved isn't, or if other things could factor in, like, you know, am I going to be so? Sometimes we're afraid to commit to something because we get like tunnel vision, you know, and we know we need to do other things. And if we need to do other things, it could be really difficult if we know that we have kind of like um, either a, an obsessive or addictive or like tunnel vision mind. Right. So it's it's good to kind of like take a step back and just kind of remind yourself like, right, well, what what happens when I commit to this? You know, what 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 do I get from it? You know, what what do I get and what does the what do other people get or whoever whoever else is involved? And I say that to say because yesterday just felt like really important. And I was like, you know, I'm like, even though I'm not really sure about what I'm going to talk about, I still kind of am sure what I'm going to talk about. And I feel like I want to touch on that. And also what it's like, like, you know, when when you're going through different transitions in your life, there is the moments, you know, there's the ebb and the flow. There's the ups and the downs. And when we start to experience the downs, when we start to experience those days, those moments, those weeks, those periods of time where we don't feel our best, And everything around us seems to just get harder and harder. I want to remind myself, and I want to remind anyone who is listening who needs to hear it, that in those moments, 
just like with the commitment issues, all of it's kind of rooted in that same place. And it's like that abandonment wound, you know? And I believe in my own experience and also from witnessing others, like one of the best remedies to sitting with that abandonment wound and, and starting to heal it and putting antidote on it is is staying with yourself. And if you're feeling that bad mood, just staying with yourself, like, well, you know, it, sometimes you don't want to ask yourself, well, why am I feeling like this and things like that. Maybe you do want to ask yourself. Maybe, you know, find the balance in between. But, like, I had a moment a few days ago where, I was just feeling so many things. Like, I had a good day. There was nothing in particular that happened that was, like, necessarily negative. But I definitely had this, like, moment where I just felt very uneasy and I couldn't understand why or, like, where it was coming from in that moment. And I felt myself starting to, like, cling. Like, my brain wanted to cling to these old coping mechanisms. Like, we'll call this one or, or connect with this one or do this or have this cycle of bad thoughts or, you know, listen to sad music or lay on the floor, don't move, you know, don't move. And it's like almost a part of me has taken that like, quote unquote, sit with yourself to an extreme where it was like when I when when I know for me and I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I believe that it does apply to every human being to, to an extent like. When we don't move physically, we're just, like, storing, right? And it doesn't have an exit. So if we're going to sit with ourselves, I think it's important that we either move while we're doing that or after we're doing that, you know, or during, like, however, you know, because it almost gets so heavy where you're like, you just don't know what to do. And it's like that shutdown. And when you shut down, you just, you recluse, like you go into yourself, right? But when you find that movement, something that I've said before, I believe on the podcast, I know I've definitely said it in life is like, when did I stop dancing? Like, I love to dance. I love to dance in my house. Like, you know, I might not be a professional dancer, but I love to dance. I enjoy it. You know, it feels good for my body. My body naturally moves to music. When did I stop dancing? You know, when did I stop hearing the music as it is to move my body? Or when did I start listening to a different frequency of music that doesn't invoke me to dance anymore? And why? You know, sometimes we don't need to get caught up on the why too much. Some people do need to tap into that why a little more. And some people need to chill with the why. I'm more coming from that spectrum. So, because uh, <laughs> once I give myself the green light to go into the why... I'll kind of sit with it way too long. And then the non-action. So how do we balance out the action and non-action? How do we know when we're supposed to do something when we're not supposed to do something, you know? I believe that that answer varies in different ways, but the majority of, like, what's the glue and the fine print of that is listen to your body, you know? Listen to your body. What is your body saying, like? Is your body like, oh, my God, I need to get up and move? Or is it like, I need to sit still with this feeling? 
you'll know, especially because of the amount of resistance you have to it, you'll know, <laughs> like, to a certain extent what it, what it is. And then the more you give yourself space to communicate with your body, the more you'll start to learn its tells. Like, oh, well, when my leg starts bouncing up and down, that means that I'm kind of getting anxiety and, like, I'm feeling uncomfortable with something in my environment and or with something in my head, you know, and like you'll start learning your tells. And a lot of these tells look like different stim stims like what from anything like neurodivergent. You know, um, I truly believe that a lot of these pathways that get opened and closed in our brain happen out of the coping mechanisms to deal with these certain things that come up as early as like when we're born, you know, um, and how those things can kind of develop is different within everyone. You know, don't quote me. I'm not a doctor. You know, this is what intuitively I feel. And this is what I've kind of observed with myself and with my own, like, kind of diagnosis of ADHD. And why well, I didn't diagnose myself. But, you know, um, I mean, I certainly did before I got diagnosed. But that's besides the point. I did also get multiple opinions. And, you know, for what that's worth. It might be worth nothing. So who cares? Anyway, moving on to... Just, like, sitting with yourself and, like, having that space to, like, feel those emotions. Just, like, giving yourself the parameters. Like, okay, like, I have 10 minutes to just fucking scream on the top of my lungs. I don't need to know why. I just know that I need to scream. I just know that I need to get this out of me right now. It doesn't have to be so, like, clear-cut. We don't have to know everything in order to do or not do something. Right? Because it's coming from the fear base of like, well, if I had, if I knew, that doesn't mean don't educate yourself. Of course, I, I, like arm yourself with the wisdom and education that is around you and surrounding you. But don't drown yourself in it. You know, leave that space for for creator. Leave that space for you know God or the earth, or the universe, whatever you believe in. Your higher self, you know, that piece of you, whatever it is that you believe in. Leave space for that, because if we're filling up our 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 storage up to 100%, we don't have space to save anything else. So how do we expect to get a download? How do we expect to get a blessing? You know, if we have literally no no space in it for it. You know, we got to clean and defrag and delete and like permanently delete and empty out our trash bins and shit like, you know, just like we do with our computers. So taking that moment to like take inventory on what is it that we're storing? What are we storing? What, what do I store in my body when I go to walk into a setting that I feel uncomfortable with? What's still working for me? You know what I mean? Like maybe getting super reclusive isn't, isn't working for me anymore, but maybe it was a really good way that I survived for a lot of my life and maybe it did suit me at a time. Maybe not making eye contact with people was something that, suited me for a time or making eye contact with people with something that suited me for a time maybe it's not suiting me right now maybe I'm needing to be in my own energy and not having eye contact with everyone whether that gets perceived as rude or not you know it's it's not up to me we can't control other people's um presumptions you know we can only do and honor what it is that feels right for us and explain if we want to not explain if we don't want to and you know just 
be honest and true to ourselves most of all because once we're once we do that once we're honest and true to ourselves and we continue to have that we hold that that space of integrity for ourselves it just innately gets matched by the universe or tested by the universe you know you'll you'll you're able to discern better what spaces you naturally or uh just gravitate towards in general and what what is needed because just as it is important for us to sit with ourselves and navigate these emotions it's also really important to build in community and something that something that has come up so much and that's been a thing for such a long time is like the lack of a sense of community you know lack of a sense of a tribe lack of a sense of people that we feel are in our corner or have our back and you know I feel like that in itself being such a societal thing and then like if we're talking the microcosm and the macrocosm like here on Staten Island like there's there's community for certain things if you look for it you know there's always going to be something if you look for it but there's not a lot of things that are readily available and the things that are readily available don't always resonate with everyone right and um I think that that can go for any small town or wherever you're at I'm sure it could apply you know specifically speaking on Staten Island being like not not only the forgotten borough of New York City but like the most shitted on you know I mean I feel like it's between like Staten Island and the Bronx it's the most shitted on but uh I feel like Staten Island people mean it with their whole chest in the Bronx people are more like sarcastic about it but you know that's my perspective I'm also not from Bronx so I can't speak on that fully but my point of mentioning that is like there's this stigma and this energy that surrounds this island. And people are embarrassed to say that they're from here, you know. People are embarrassed. They'll just say, like, hey, I'm from New York City. You know what I mean? They won't say what part, you know. And you could tell you can tell the difference when someone says that out of, like, you know, you're in another state or someone says that and it's because they want to kind of not claim that on. And that stigma of shame and like grief and guilt and all of these uncomfortable emotions I feel like surrounds that on a really big way and no wonder why there isn't like this open community of people speaking with one another and creative safe spaces like no wonder there isn't you know because it's like there are so many people navigating through so many heavy things, which is everywhere. Like I said, the microcosm of the macrocosm. Uh, but it's like, I can't explain it. I, I don't know. It's like, Stanon's on a different tectonic plate than the rest of the world. And like, it's just a very unique place. And if you've been here, you understand. And if you haven't, then you you might not, you know, but you might. I don't know. I don't know where you live in your life experience. So I'm open to that as well. But I say all this to say, I think it's really important to find your community and find that commonality. Sometimes we need to go in and find like these niches like, okay, here's a niche of I particularly am into uh, music or arts and there's a creative community for me. Right. Or I'm specifically interested in in films and then there's a community for me, you know. 
I believe that not only is there always a community, but on the other hand, there's not always somebody that's facilitating a space for us to come and feel safe in that community. And if you feel that with whatever community that you're in, maybe it's because you're supposed to be that person. I had to learn that for myself. And, you know, I've spoken on it many times in the podcast that, like, I didn't feel comfortable in the spiritual community on Staten Island. It was, like, pretty much lack of one, period. And the ones that did exist were very clicky or, like, culty or, like, you know, uh, very specific to one religion. And that's just not where I was at or what I was looking for. I just kind of wanted to connect with people regardless of their beliefs. Um I just, like, it didn't have to be the same thing. I was, like, searching for that just sense of community of people who wanted to do better for themselves. Like, you could believe in God. You could believe in Allah. You could believe in whatever you call them, it, all of them, like, her, whatever you call, whatever the energy is that you believe in. That's your business. If you choose to share that, you know, I'm honored to listen. I would be curious, and, and I would love to listen. But how do you carry yourself as a person and what are you doing in the community? Because we can sit here and talk about your connection with spirit all day long. But if you're not harnessing that, utilizing that or, or at least attempting to bring that down and reflect on the things that you learn on your own and bring that back to the community. Like, what are we talking about here? Are we just like trying to see who's a better person or who's who's the holiest or who is this or who is that? And like I seen a lot of that in the community it made me feel uncomfortable because I'm like. Uh, you know, I want to I want to feel like I can call on somebody, you know, like, oh, I know this person like I could hire them to fix my car or I can I can call this person. I can go to their their treatment room and get my back cracked or, you know, that person's a masseuse and like have these references. Right. Have these references in the community like the way we used to do in our indigenous communities is we used to we used to trade. We used to barter. We didn't have money as an exchange for things. And not that we need to live that way because like i mean i would uh, personally like i love bartering i barter all the time but not everyone is comfortable and everyone also has to eat right so not to say that that needs to be the exact same way but it's really good to know a person it's really good to know a person and also pay them i i feel good about paying someone i know that is going to do the job in a really good way. Like, I feel so good about giving money back to the community. I love giving money back to the community. When I get money, I always give it back to the community. It's like, you know, in fact, I need to probably hold on more for myself because I, I struggle with doing that for me, you know. But I like to recycle and, and push that, like, um, that money back and um, that exchange back and that energy back. And sometimes it's – and, like, that doesn't make me any greater or less than anybody else, right? There's the same person that has the the want and the desire, but but you know maybe their mind is in more of a scarcity space, or maybe or in a survival space where it's like, yo, like I need to eat, so I can't even do that. You know what I mean? It doesn't make people a bad person. It's it's simply that we've been severed from these senses of community. How do we expect everyone to understand and connect back with that? Like. It's been so glorified to be hyper independent and, you know, to get your money and you keep your money and you have this and you, you do your thing and you, and you do it on your own. And it's like, 
That's all by design because guess what? When we work in groups, we're powerful. And guess what? We're a lot more powerful than the people that don't want us to be powerful. So, of course, things are by design. Of course, you'll see ads and 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 things that in pictures and, and subliminals everywhere to kind of glorify what it's like to be on your own and and make it. You know what I mean? And if you're not hustling and you're not doing this and you don't make it like. It's all by design. That's why it's really important, especially for a lot of people. For me, personally, I've also been getting a lot into my uh, human design. I, like, go back and forth with it. And shout out to my friend Jedi, who really, like, broke it down for me the other day. And, like, there's these different themes. And one of my thing is inner vision and something that my strongest sense, right? We all have senses. Like, some people is, like, taste. Some people, it's outer vision, you know, like seeing things. And for my, for me, it's like inner vision. And for any of the people who have done their chart and have that, um, outside media content and anything really affects us in a big way. Like, w- like we're sensitive to so many things. Um, and I feel like just as human beings that it's safe to say for everyone um, at this point because of how forcefully fed we are with to consume all different medias like readily at the tip of our fingers all day long while we're scrolling and sending and listening and watching and hearing to the point that we're mimicking and and repeating things and we don't even mean to you know and like we joke about it because we're in the society of like listen i'm gonna joke about it or else i'm gonna feel horrible about it because it's almost like i'm co-signing to this brainwash of all of this content around me and as a person who I, when I'm on my phone, I'm on my phone. When I'm off my phone, I'm off my phone. And I would like to believe that I'm a person that uses my phone a lot less or maybe less than the average person, but I that fluctuates. Fluctuates on my mood sometimes, you know. It's just so much easier to get caught up and sucked into the actual uh the the mainstream everything you know the the social medias the this the that like i would be lying if i sat up here and said that i didn't get affected by that and but what do i do with that i'm am i gonna walk around and carry shame on my shoulders and be like oh i shouldn't do this like no i gotta i gotta do something with it like when we have shame and and guilt or whatever emotion coming up that's like really heavy it's so important to just go in nature like and and we are nature, so maybe you gotta go back into yourself, or maybe that means going on for a walk on a beach. Maybe that goes for going for a walk in the woods. You know, walk the shoreline, walk in in your neighbor in your neighborhood. You know, maybe it's just walking around the block and just looking at the environment around you. You know, seeing how we connected things. Like we're human beings, we always are trying to connect. Even when we're on our phones, we're still trying to connect. We're trying to connect with other people that we understand, that resonate with us, that that uh, we can compare our lives to. Because that's just how the brain works. That's just how humans are. We like to feel understood. And I don't think that that's too much to ask for. And I don't think that that we should be ashamed of that. You know, naturally, we have to balance that because once we're looking for that commonality commonality in everything, like, yes, you'll find it, but it's also, like, a way to kind of, like, uh, that could get codependent or that could come, like, out of yourself a little more. So just like everything else, you need a balance. But to think that, like, nobody in this world is like you, to think that you are the only person having the, an experience that's remotely close to what you're having it's just unrealistic. Like, we're so much more alike than we like to believe that we are. 
And yeah, it's just for up to us to just kind of humble ourselves and realize that. And once we realize that, we'd be like, oh, so if I'm having these days, maybe other people around me are having these days too. So maybe when I took it really personal and that person said something to me in a certain way that yesterday or the day before, maybe I could kind of let that go because, I mean, not that I have to accept the behavior, but I can also not take it personal knowing that that could have not came from me at all. Why do I need to carry that? Why do I need to internalize that, you know? So, that's how I feel. That's what's been coming up. And I want to pull some cards for this week. And I'm going to pull some cards for this month rather than this week. So, I'm going to pull the cards as a general theme of what the month of June it's kind of asking of us, or what are we asking the month of June for? What is it that we should pay attention to? What is it that we're surrendering to? Shout out to Mercury retrograde being over. Like, listen, I'm not one that usually, like, I I'm not one to villainize Mercury retrograde, but I'm, like, super okay with it being like ending i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and say that this one has been um extremely insightful extremely intense um but definitely the medicine that's needed to push forward um in my own life and i know a lot of others around me have also experienced a lot of things recently where it's like they had to reflect on what it is that they actually want. Like, what do I actually want? What do I actually want in my life, you know? And it's kind of good when we get to reflect on that because then we get to make the space for the things that we actually want. And things just start flowing a little better. Just wanted to go flying. Hmm. Okay. Great spirit, I ask you here and now to help guide my hands. To use my voice in a good way to communicate any of the things and the messages that should come up for whoever is listening at whatever time and space. Whoever is open to receiving any messages coming up for this month of June and or for any time and space of whenever it is that you're listening to it. Because time's just interesting like that. May this message get to whoever it needs to in a good way.
to bring that sense of community despite any time, any distance. Help us to encourage ourselves to stay on our path of healing and healing ourselves and healing the earth in a good way, I hope. So, starting with, this deck was kind of like, very loud this morning, I feel like. So what is it that we should be focusing on? What is the general theme and the purpose of June? Okay. Letting go. Walking away from a situation in order to resolve it and career change. You are Im you are embarking on a career that begins, that brings you to joy and abundance and the desire that you deserve. So letting go of whether that's anything that you've been storing, anything that you've been storing, like we've been kind of talking about earlier, like whatever it is that you've been storing that you, know, you feel like would benefit without it, that might not be needed in your life, whether that's just emotions, pent-up emotions, that could be a relationship, that can be a friendship, that can be whatever that you thought of when it was first mentioned to let go. That is what you want to focus on. That is what you want to not focus on, but allow space to breathe and to clear and also career change you know maybe getting in tune with another part of you that's like feeling dormant that really wants you know what is that creative itch or what is that that uh passionate thing that you love to do that hasn't maybe you haven't had the time to do it maybe it's time to let go of a limitation that we've set on ourselves that we can't do something and monetize off of something that we love to do and are passionate about doing you know maybe has something to do with that okay so something else that's been something else that's coming up this month is we are it's important to not look at the past as we are now missing it in the present moment in the future which has been like literally theme like i was talking to kenny about it earlier sometimes nostalgia could do us more detriment than good, right? And when this card is like you're crying over spilt milk, like shout out to Ariel and her tarot card classes, right? Because that's where that's from. So this card, there's two cups behind, two cups behind the person, and there's three cups in front of them, and the three cups are spilt, but they're forgetting like right behind them. There's two cups that they got, and you know what? That had moldy milk in it anyway. It was it wasn't even good for you. You got two fresh cups of water. You don't even need milk. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I think it's important, you know, this month that we don't get super caught up in what we expected the now to look like by judging the past, but rather than allowing ourselves to feel these different emotions that are coming up and allowing ourselves to be playful and curious about our emotions, 
doesn't have to be so serious and heavy. Could be curious and be like, hmm, why do you feel that way? You know, you ever feel yourself being like super critical on someone or something and be like, hmm, I wonder why you feel that way. That's so interesting. Like, why would you feel that way? Not in a judgmental place, but in a playful place. Like, hmm. Why do you think that? Like, kind of like when you're talking to a little baby or like a kid and they're like, oh, I just want to eat jelly beans and rub them onto the wall and like do whatever. And like, you know, one of their little stories that like is is just that's dead ass what they want to do. Like, they really want to do it. And it's like, why do you want to do that? <laughs> like, what made you in your life feel like you wanted to do that? You know, just like curious, not degrading, not um, minimizing or making anyone feel like small. Just like being curious, you know. Things are going to change this month for a lot of people. That change, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and say that it's going to feel great while it's happening, but it might, you know, it depends on your pain to pleasure tolerances. Sometimes people pain to pleasure and things that cause us pain, especially when we endure pain, like for example, perfect example, when you're at the gym and you are you haven't been at the gym for a while or say, you know, even if you are at the gym for a while, I mean, it's like every time you're going up in weight, every time you're going uh, longer in reps or longer on the treadmill, like you feel that pain, like I can't go any further. Oh my God, I'm like dying. You know, you feel like oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. That's the uncomfort. That's the discomfort that, that you're, that a lot of us may be feeling in this month of June, you know, maybe coming out of May, you were feeling it as well. And, and, but the thing is, it's, it's for the betterment of you, right? So you're training these muscles with yourself to not give up on yourself. And that's the beautiful thing. Cause like after, after that, you know, after that change, we have this beautiful like replenishment that comes where it's like we're not only going to feel replenished enough and have enough water in our cup to give to ourselves, whatever it is whether it's source whether it's people places things whatever helps us to fill and nourish our cup we're going to feel so overly and abundant and replenished that we are going to want to give back and we're gonna have enough to give back and still not drain ourselves and that's super important like that's beautiful that's incredible and I love that for all of us when it gets hard if it gets hard because that's not that's not for everybody but if it resonates with you and if it is for you remember that when it's getting harder doesn't mean it's getting worse it could very well be getting better that applies to a lot of things like when you get sick or a lot of different stuff, you know? So pay attention to that. Be observant of that. Be curious about that. You know what I mean? What is it that we're going to have to surrender to in this month of June, these weeks coming up, in order to make this change that is being said? What is it that we need to... Noted. These guys just really trying to flip themselves over today. Right. 
You have to surrender to stubbornness. If your tents are taking up a rigid stance about something, gently observe and become more yielding. This will help you communicate more lovingly with others and yourself. What else do we need to surrender to? We need to surrender to the idea that you can fix someone. It's time for a relationship to shift. If it doesn't work to try to fix someone, each person must, must be accountable for healing his or her own healing. What else do we need to surrender to? We need to surrender to fear. Surrender to fear. Letting go of the fearful stories that you tell yourself, staying in the moment, focusing on solutions, and celebrate every baby step forward. Being present, not thinking that we have it all figured out, not thinking that we're God and where we can create or fix somebody else, and surrendering to the fact that when we're like, oh, shit, this doesn't feel good, I'm afraid, or maybe this just feels uncomfortable, like surrendering to that fear, being like, well, I know and I trust that I don't know. <laughs> I, I trust in something, you know, and if you don't trust in something, trust in yourself, man. I mean, trust in nature. And, uh, or don't, you know I mean? I don't know. I would hope that you do, though, because I feel like it works, you know what I mean? I, I definitely feel like it works. It's like the most hopeless and helpless times of my life when I didn't believe in anything and I was existing as a numb shell of a person. It's like I would almost get like clotheslined by spirit like or like punted by spirit. Like it was not like a graceful thing. It wasn't like tapped on the shoulder. It was like, oh, you don't believe? All right, live in a haunted house. <laughs> let's see how much you don't believe in things now. Like, you know, oh, you don't believe? Like, let's just watch this, like, door close from across the room with no draft or wind doing that, you know? So pay attention to those things because uh, sometimes the things that are seem scary is also just another way that spirit is trying to communicate with us to reaffirm that it exists to reaffirm that you have a spirit within you and that that exists and kind of tying the two together so yeah and last but not least what chakra center are we going to be nourishing and focusing on this month of june <laughs> can we just for a moment real quick can we just yeah <laughs> Yo, I didn't know what I was gonna talk about last night, but I knew it, today was yellow. For, uh, that's that was just that was the thing. Um, when I was making the flyer for this uh, podcast that I forgot to send Kenny that I'm remembering right now in this moment, but the one that I made at two o'clock in the morning, I was like, it needs to be yellow. It just needs to be yellow. I'm not exactly sure why, but it needs to be yellow. So here we are, enlightenment. The month of June is enlightenment for each and every one of us to connect with ourselves, to connect with our spirit. You know, this particular book, um, that particular deck has a book and they have like cute stories. So I want to open it up. I always like to do that one because it's like really, I really appreciate the stories. I appreciate the person who wrote this, uh, who created this deck. They did a really great job. Enlightenment, Topaz, the opportunity to make an enlightened decision is inherent in Topaz, a journey to the true destiny and vibrational energy here. Regal gold and earthy brown to mix something something spectacular. Your experience 
will guide others. Enlightenment. If I seek peace, I must embrace my fears. The legend. Topaz is a, re a re renowned spiritual teacher. People travel here to hear his wisdom. He is journeying up a mountain to seek private counsel with, great, with the great servant when a young boy stops him. The boy asks, if enlightenment is to be found in my own mind, how do I get there? The moment before he disappears into the mist, Topas replies, through your fears. Inspiration. At this time, your journey is more important than your destination. Remember, if you face your fear, you will grow stronger. Relief awaits. Personal inquiry. My thoughts always drive my choices. How can I choose my thoughts to heal myself? Key ideas. Path to enlightenment. The reluctant sage. Taking time alone to connect. Trusting your intuition. Needing solitude and time for reflection. Keywords. Support, courage, and confidence. Meditation. Write down three fears, then close your eyes. Imagine these fears staying with you always. Then imagine them one by one walking in faith alongside you, striding through the garden of fear and allowing them to stay behind. What is, what is more painful, keeping your fears or releasing them? The choice is yours. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I don't know about for y'all, but that hit. That hit big time, big, big time, big time. So, yeah, and that's our message for June. The general themes of June, just as a recap. This is a time to let go of whatever is weighing us down, whether internally, externally, both. Allow ourselves to change. And do things that feel good and benefit us. And that will help not only heal ourselves, but help others to also live and take the courage to do that. Uh, to not get too caught up in nostalgia and these different ways that we can want to communicate with people, but maybe not might be the best. And just going back to communicate to ourselves and like really like talking to ourselves a lot. I feel like June's like a really great month to like talk to yourself in the mirror a lot. Like talk to yourself, like video blog, like voice record, just like really talk to yourself um, to embrace the change and the heaviness in the change that may feel like in order for us to get to our breakthrough, just like in, in working out, you know, right when we're about to do our last rep, it feels like we're going to pass out, but we don't, right? But it feels horrible. That may happen, and when that happens, let this be a reminder that that means that, the, like you're 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 about to you're ripping the bandaid off, like you're get you're getting out, you're you're popping the pimple, you're <laughs> you're going through the tunnel. I don't know, I don't have the best succession to that right now because you may not resonate with what with what feels good in that too, but yeah, and then you're coming to this space of replenishment. It's like such deep nourishing replenishment that you're going to be feeling within yourself and. Being able to give back to your community, you know, um, surrendering to stubbornness, surrendering to the idea that we can change people and surrendering to our fears by embracing them and giving them time, space and attention, because that is how we will get to that point of, um, you know, quote unquote, enlightenment, but also just like confidence for ourselves. Like, you know, let's, let's be around like a tangible like, or throne, throne. 
view is like you know, be confident to trust yourself and like trust your decision because ultimately that's a big part of enlightenment right it's like this name it doesn't necessarily mean that you're just like levitating and like you know uh being a, a, a guru of, of anything in particular it just means that you have more confidence in understanding the way that you communicate with spirit with that spirit communities where you have an understanding of that and that doesn't have to come with meditation people that can come with I feel like true true connection a lot of people I keep saying about how many people are special people for that podcast and oh I'm sorry there's one more thing so let me close out this clip what happened y'all hear me okay we're good cool cool all right so i'm going to go ahead and close this reading right here thank you to all the people who are going to have in this reading happen and for any of this to have these messages come through so peace of mind daily meditation for easing stress I'm going to leave you guys off on this. June 1st, if we were a fantasy world, would there be 10 of me? And would we each be doing what we wanted to do? By George Lucas. Do you ever wish you could be in two places at the same time? You may fantasize like, I'd like to relax and take it easy at home, but I also have to go clean my parents' garage. Or I'd like to get together with my friends, but it would also be great to go camping with my partner so we could spend some more time together alone. No one could possibly be everywhere, do everything at the same time. To do to attempt to do so is like trying to fit more and more items inside the confines of a rubber band. There's only so long you can keep stretching the band until it finally snaps under pressure. Today, rather than think all about all of the things you'd like to do or the places you'd like to go, decide on just one. It might be the most important thing on your list of priorities, such as making your vacation plans, the most time-consuming or complex finishing report for your boss. By narrowing your focus, you can get a lot more enjoyment and reward when you are scattered. What you can by narrowing your focus, you'll get a lot more enjoyment and reward than when you scatter your time and attention. Affirmation for the day. What's my choice for an activity today? First, I'll make a list, then I'll circle just one. I'll keep my mind focused on what I choose so that it can get the most out of it. All right. You got that? Make your list, write it down, circle it once, and keep that keep that focus. Like your mantra for your, for your day. Like, you know, even if you get more done, that's great. But really just like designating your day to like one energy or one thing or one task that you want to do. And I'm like starting from there. So, yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in today and duality and sitting here with me and being you and doing this thing we call life and this dimension you know and stuff like that but i'm gonna go all right have a great day i'll see you next wednesday bye